This is sportscaster Ira C. Smith. I've got Judd busy writing copy for my next broadcast, so I'll be introducing today's show. Hey, Ira. Uh, In this episode, well, Judd welcomes Mike, Carolyn, Bob, and Joyce Malott, founders of Malott Winery. Their family has been growing grapes in Napa Valley for generations, and they've all got great perspective and entertaining stories to tell. Before we get to it, I'd like to invite you to visit Judd at his family winery, Judd's Hill. It's conveniently located at the south end of the beautiful Silverado Trail, just north of the town of Napa. Visiting information can be found at judshill.com, and Judd will show you a good time to be sure. Have a look at his funny videos. See what great events are coming up and put some wine in your shopping cart. As a perk for being a listener, I'm going to let you in on a secret. Upon checkout, type in coupon code J-N-V-S in lowercase letters and get 15% off your entire wine order. If you want a better deal than that, join Judd's Wine Club. There's no cost to sign up and you'll get all of his delicious wines as well as invitations to parties and other swell events. Not too shabby. Now, let's meet the Malots. Booyah! Nice one, Mr. Smith. Everyone's a Finkel friend on Judd's Napa Valley Show. Get ready for another heap full of fascinating things to know from witty and intriguing people on Judd's Napa Valley Show. No stale script and no rehearsing, live from a Napa studio. You may be that intriguing person on Judd's Napa Valley Show. On Judd's Napa Valley Show. Judd's Napa, Judd's Napa Valley, Judd's Napa Valley Show. And now... Live from the 1440 KVON studio in the beautiful Napa Valley, it's Judd's Napa Valley Show. I'm Lauren Mole, and here's your host, Judd Finkelstein. Good morning, Lauren. Hey, jolly good morning, Judd. Oh, you're doing accents. Are you in another production of something? No, I'm just trying something different today. Practicing for your next audition? No. Oh, <laughs> just wanted to try something different. Today. Well, I like it. Whatever you do, I love changing things up. What's happening though? If you don't have a new show coming out, what what's the latest in the world of Lauren Mole? Well, I just got back from the Napa Town and Country Fair. And how was that? It was great. Did you win a ribbon? <laughs> no. No. Were you being shown? <laughs> no. Okay. Were you showing something? No. <laughs> you just just walking around. <laughs> just, and walking you didn't win a ribbon for mind. that. I'm sorry? You didn't win a ribbon for that? No. <laughs> what were some of the highlights for you? I um, just walked around and had some food. Hey, something deep fried on a stick, I would imagine? Yeah, uh, corn dog. Oh, yeah. That's a classic. <laughs> yep. They had deep fried Snickers. I had one of those. Hmm. That was a fun fair. You know, I think I should try that someday. You should. They take a Snickers bar and they put it in the corn dog batter, and then they, they put a stick in it and fry it in the oil, the corn dog oil, too. Yikes. Oh, it's delicious. You really... Yeah, well, you there must, you go. Uh, we'll, we'll talk to our guests here today about perhaps a wine pairing yeah. for that. Yeah, I'll have to try that. But I didn't go on one of the rides either. But I do, I do like the Ferris wheel, though, but I didn't feel like going on it. Not this time? So it's just mainly walking around eating fried food. Yeah, but hopefully I'll be back on the Ferris wheel next year. I haven't been back on the Ferris wheel in a long time. You're due. There yeah. must be another fair coming up somewhere. Oh, California yeah. State Fair is still going oh, on, Oh, yeah, I think. in Sacramento. You could head over there. They, yeah. I bet they've got a Ferris wheel. Yeah, why not? Probably a really big one. Yeah. This and, is the state fair. Yeah, and big shout-out to one of its sponsors, KXTV News 10 ABC. Wait a minute. What's going on? You're giving plugs to other stations now? <laughs> yeah, well, they sponsor the California State Fair. Okay, well, good for them. What's this book? You brought in a book to show oh, me. Oh, yeah. I, I brought a book in with me today. It's a 
Best Jokes from Talk Radio by Dr. Bill Wattenberg. Oh, are you suggesting we need to brush up on some humor here? Oh, yeah. And for all your future <laughs> talk show hosts, may I recommend this book. It is, some of these jokes in here are hilarious. Some of them are not. And <laughs> the highest recommendation. Uh, this, this is, are you going to give us some? Are you going to read a joke out of this book? Uh, or well, not today? Uh, probably not today. You know what? Maybe skim it. Find something appropriate. And one of the funny yeah. ones, not one of those not funny ones. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, this looks like an older book. Is this out of print? Is this something folks oh, yeah. can get? It, if they want to do some humor on the radio, they can go look this up at the oh, local library. Oh, yeah. You can contact Dr. Bill Wattenberg. Oh. He'll sell you one. Oh, yeah. And you can hear him on Sunday nights from 8 to 11 on 910 KKSF. There you go again, plugging other stations. Mr. Radio, Lauren Mole. Yes, it's, it's, so it's been great. So what's been new, what's been up with you, John? Anything new over at the uh, winery? Yeah, you know, we've got a couple of fun events coming up. Oh, As always, something fun happening at oh, Judd's well, Hill. Well, I'd like to hear them. Except neither of these are happening at Judd's Hill. We're planning them, but neither of them ah, are at the winery. The first is our fourth annual Yookapalooza. It's a great little ukulele mini festival happening at the Oxbow Market. Friday, August 1st, 6 p.m. It's free to attend, so anybody can come on in. It's family-friendly. Uh, my band that does old-time Hawaiian music, the Maikai Gents, will be anchoring the evening, but anybody who has a ukulele uh, can come down and strum a couple tunes for the crowd. There will be island-style specials from the Oxbow Merchants. There will be a vintage Alohaware marketplace, and there will be a raffle for um, great prizes benefiting Voices Youth Center. So great cause, free to attend, great entertainment, always a fun night. My advice is come early because it gets pretty crowded pretty quick. If you want to have a table, get there early. Then put this on the calendar. Tickets will become available within the next few days. Not yet, but put it on the calendar. August 22nd, Lauren, you've gone to this in the past. This is the Judd's Hill Winemaker Luau at Trader Vic's in Emeryville. Ah. Remember? I do. You even announced us. I did. The band. Again, my band will be playing there. It's at Trader Vic's. Great, great, fun restaurant right on the water in Emeryville. The Polynesian theme. Not only will there be a multi-course dinner paired with our Judd's Hill wines, but our band will be playing, and they'll open up their marina-side bar, private, just for folks coming to the dinner. You can order anything you want, but Mai Tais will be on special for $5. So you can have a couple $5 Mai Tais, then sit down and enjoy a multi-course dinner with wine. Wow. It gets a little raucous. Oh, yeah. I'll, I, bet, it, I'll I, bet it does. I suggest folks get a, get a room. You know, there's a couple of hotels right near well, there. Enjoy go. the evening and... And don't drive anywhere. Yeah. It's fun. Speaking of fun, we're going to have some fun today. Oh, we are. We've got, I think we're breaking a record here today for guests in the studio. Right would on, like right to, on. Would you like to introduce our guests? Absolutely, John. <laughs> some fine Napa folk. Great grapes. They do got. Generations have grown up on their beautiful spot. Years ago, Judd mooned the wine train from their winery lot. It was teenage shenanigans, and he never got caught. Let's hear the next chapter of their story, as they now do plot. It's great to have them here, because we like them an awful lot. Let's welcome today the family Malat. Hey, it's the Malat family. <laughs> all right. Before I introduce you all individually, I've got to find out how, how shall I address you today? You know, I grew up. With you guys, Mikey, Mike Mallott Jr. was my classmate, and so his parents are here, and I, you know, called you Mr. and Mrs. Mallott, and his aunt and uncle here, who I always called Uncle Bob and Auntie Joyce, but today, how should we go about this? Same way. 
Same way. Okay. You got I like I like Mr. Malat. Mr. No, Malat. Oh no, no, Mike. Okay, is Mike good. is Mike over is here. Good. We're gonna go informal. We can. Well, I feel oh, what an honor. Okay, I feel like we've yeah. I've, I've grown up. I can <laughs> call you by your first names. That's very nice. Okay, so we've got uh, Mike and Carolyn Malat and uh, Bob and Joyce Malat. Uncle, well, I'm gonna still still call Uncle. Uh, Boy, I've got all tongue-tied. I'm nervous doing this, calling you by your first names. Okay. Uncle Bob and Aunt Joyce are here. From Malat Vineyard and Winery in St. Helena. You know, things are happening. Why don't we just get to what's happening right now? But I really want to talk history in a bit as well, because you have such a a long history in the valley. You know, I saw a sign go up. You've got a great deal on your wine going on. And it says, wine, very clever, wine ding down. Was that you, Uncle Bob? Yes, sir. <laughs> that was your. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> that was your little pun. So, what's yeah. happening? You guys are winding down the winery. Retiring. What? Retiring. Congratulations. Yeah. How do, yeah, how do yeah. I get to do that? Yeah. What precipitated this? We're what? what well, what's going to happen here? We're we're all uh, getting older here. Yeah. And, you know, we we. Uh, I'm 68. The rest of us are about are younger. Anyway, people would say, well, why are you guys getting out of the business? Yeah. It's about time. What, are we going to work to 100? <laughs> I mean, none of the kids could take over the business. They weren't, they're interested in the winemaking, but they all have their careers. So right. it was just time to mm-hmm. relax. Well, that sounds good. So what's going to happen? You, you're not selling off the property. I read a, a recent article. You, you're going to be able to stay there. The winery remains yours, but... You know, tell me what's going on. Somebody's going to come in and operate it or make wine under their own label? What's well, you know, we didn't want to sell the property. If you sell the property, Uncle Sam gets all the money. Okay. So for us, by leasing out the business, mm-hmm. we still get to live on the property. Which is a beautiful which vineyard is, property. I mean, we both have our homes. Bob and Joyce's home was built in the 1880s. It's oh, the wow. original house. Wow. The one that Carolyn and I live in, we my folks built in the 50s. Mm-hmm. So this way we get to stay in our houses. We've got our grapes sold to other wineries. Uh-huh. And so we get the income from the business, the wine business, and we'll get the income from the grapes. We can do as much work as we want in the vineyard. I said in the paper, <laughs> Bob likes to still ride the tractor. I don't. But Do you like to work on the tractor or just ride it around? No. <laughs> ride it around. He won't even let me. On it. We have guys do that. I'm not mechanical. <laughs> okay, good. He won't even let me drive it. It's like, no. oh, yeah. Anyway, so it was just time. Uh, uh, Doug White, vineyard management, oh, will sure. do whatever we want to do, and we can do as little or as much, and the rest of the time we can goof off like you. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's my life, Mr. Goof Off over here. <laughs> Might seem like that. I'm a radio show and playing a ukulele, but man, there's a lot of work in this wine business. You know, I think folks have this uh, romantic notion that all we do here is, um, you know, sit around and on the veranda and uh, nibble cheese and sip wine and watch the grapes grow, but uh, you can attest to how much work it is. I can certainly attest, but you've been doing it a lot longer. Well, it's a lot of work. I mean, we were general contractors also, so it w- we had that job, plus we had making the wine. People will still come up to us to stay. We had done it for 26 years, and they would say, where do you guys make your wine? Who makes your wine for you? Mm-hmm. We make the wine. We, we, we hired a guy we went to high school with to show us how to make wine in the beginning. Uh-huh. And for, he was a consultant for the first year. Well, we had to have him come back the second year. We weren't really 
sharp on what we were doing. But after that, we just continue on with different trying different barrels, different yeast. So we just graduated in the winemaking, and um, we really enjoyed it. But it is a lot of work. Yeah, definitely. Was everybody involved? I mean, Uncle Bob, you were making wine. Uh, Mike making wine. Were you were the ladies involved as well in the winemaking? Were you running the business? How did you guys uh, divide up all the labor here? Well, at first... This is Aunt Joyce. To, yes. <laughs> at first, uh, at Harvest, you know, Carolyn and I had to help. We needed extra hands, you know, and we did whatever we needed to do. But we also are behind the scenes, of course. We're the ones that are doing all the book work and all the... Yeah, there's a lot to do with that. And doing the tasting room, you know, we would help out. But everybody was involved. You had to do what you had to do. Yeah, understood. Well, the tasting room experience at your place, I thought was one of the best in the Valley. And anytime anybody asked me my recommendations, you know, if they came in the Judd's Hill tasting room and they were heading up north, I'd say, you've got to stop by the Malat tasting room. There's nothing else like it in Napa Valley. There really isn't. It, because it's, it's the family. And there are other family the wineries, and that's not to take anything away from them. It's just the experience you would give folks. You are so, you know, down to earth. There's no pretension whatsoever. And it would seem to me like anybody who visits your place leaves a family friend. You're so welcoming, and you just tell stories about the history. and the. I, I think that people really like to know everything about wine. You know, it's the, the grape growing, the soil, how, you know, how do you make it, and you know, so we could educate them and, you know, give them information that they wouldn't might not get at another winery because the vineyard is so much a part of wine. And they didn't get that at some of the wineries. You know, they just talked about how it was made. But we could actually, we do everything. So right. they had all kinds of questions, and we tried to, you know, really give them the simplest way for people to understand without being complicated and making it something it's not. You know, it's pretty Simple. Yeah, you did. You did a great, a, a great job of conveying that. I mean, the winery and tasting room is right there in the vineyard. You're living right there in the vineyard. You know, Uncle Bob is driving by in his tractor. You can point <laughs> there. He is. Um, and the fact that you guys did it all. M my father, and don't. I hope you don't find this, uh, you know, an offensive word. But he said people like that, and like he was, uh, that grew grapes had the business, made wine, sold the wine, did everything, you know, these days are dinosaurs. You know, there's just not that, you don't see it as much when you, when you hit a lot of the wineries, that there's just a family that does it all from grape to bottle. You guys are doing that. So what are the plans now? I mean, well, you're going to retire and goof off, but what do you, what do you like to do? Well, uh, Joyce likes to travel a lot. I don't. Oh. <laughs> I buy car, I do, but not by plane. Oh, is that right? But I think I might spend a little time up in Modoc County. Yeah. Hunting varmints. <laughs> Pretty quiet lifestyle up there. Get away from Highway 29 traffic. I might spend some time there. Or take a road trip. I think we want to do that. And go around the states. and. That'll be nice. That's what we're going to do. Not that I don't mind going with Joyce, but <laughs> not on a plane. <laughs> oh, no, the flying's not your thing. Negative. You know, but we'd miss you out there on Highway 29. It was always known that if you drove by, you guys were often out there, and all you had to do was give a honk, and hand went up a wave. Maybe you didn't know who the heck it was, but you always had a really friendly wave, whoever would honk. Because how many white Ranger pickups that honk at you are there in the valley? <laughs> <laughs> And we do know a lot of people, so, yeah. Yeah, chances are. 
And your mom said once, years ago, we were talking, and she said, if someone waves to you and you don't know who they are, wave anyway. <laughs> oh, she gave you that advice? She gave us that, oh. she gave us that advice. Well, you've become famous. Anyway. It's a Napa Valley institution, knowing the Malots are going to wave if you That's honk right. as you go by. They'll be friends now. <laughs> That's true. Well, that'll be missed. Well, maybe you'll still be living there. Maybe you can Oh, just, yes. Maybe oh, that could be yeah. your thing. You could hang out and start a honk at me stand, like a lemonade stand. You know, someone <laughs> throws a $5 hey, bill out and they'll, you wave at them. <laughs> I don't know. Come to me. I've got plenty of great business ideas. Um, so a little travel for Aunt Joyce. Uncle Bob's going hunting. Carolyn, Mike. Oh, yeah. Carolyn's going traveling. I, <laughs> oh, yeah, but she, does, she likes to travel to the East Coast. We have kids on the East Coast. Yes, of course. Yeah. But my goal, my bucket list, I guess people say, is to write a book. So I'm trying. Oh. People don't know. I read westerns mm-hmm. every night. I in in uh, school, I cheated my whole way through school. <laughs> oh, uh, no. I, I just cheated. But about ten years, eight years ago, we were in Hawaii. I started. In, we were in a condo and it was raining, and I started reading these Louis L'Amours. Sure. I got home. Carolyn made me go to the library, get a library card. I never had one. I read every Western in the in the San Lina Library. I started oh. buying them on eBay, and I was selling them. A waste of time there. <laughs> I, I gave about three hundred a year to the Veterans Home. Wow! I uh, did that a couple of years, and I have a Kindle. But I, I want to write a Western just for my own use. I mean, fantastic! I yeah, you got ideas floating around. Oh yeah, I've got the whole the story lined and... up. But that's part of the travel. Mm-hmm. I want to actually, I started to write it, but unless you actually go to the area, you know, so the sun goes down in Texas. Well, what does it look like? Right, you right. Know, so this way, we'll take a road trip and. Wow. And, and uh, that's the goal, anyway. Fantastic. That is so cool and creative. Yeah. Wonderful. I, I didn't know that you were into Westerns. No one I does. I love having folks no come in does. here and learn something. No one does. I yeah. mean, I, I wasn't a reader. I read about 300 a year. Almost, I don't watch television. No. A couple of business channels in the morning. That's mm-hmm. it. Other no than that, I'm writing a book. I like revenge and all. But, oh, no. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, revenge. Be My book's book. full of revenge. <laughs> <laughs> We're Croatian. That kind of is in our blood. Oh, <laughs> is there going to be, should I ask, is there going to be any um, you know, bi- autobiographical uh, shadings in this book? You know, I was just thinking people about... People you want to get back at? Are going to be some of the characters? No, but that's a good idea. Oh. I was going to use some of our own personal first names and things like that, yeah. but that is real good. Uh-oh. I better write that down <laughs> when I get home. Very good. So what's happening now at the tasting room? Uh, you've got another little bit to go before you guys exit, and I, I suppose the new folks come in. How much, how much time is left if folks want to come by and see you personally at the tasting room? Eight. Days and a wake up, and we're out of there. So Eight days. So what? What's that date? Thirty first uh, July. We're out, and the new people are in on the first. Really, that quick? Yep. And and we have a there in the contract. It says we won't bug you, you don't bug us, and we like that because uh, we we want when we're out of there, we're out of there. Wow. All the barrels gone. Everything. It's going to be such a different vibe. You know, yeah. I, <laughs> I'll miss. I mean, there was always kind of shenanigans and pranks. I was in there. Some visitors just, you know, happened to drop in, and one of them asked if they could use the restroom. And I think it was you, <laughs> Uncle Bob. Just you kind of 
tilted a, a picture that was hanging on the wall back, kind of looked behind it. He said, yep, it's empty. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't think she went. <laughs> About twice a day we do that. You do that one? By the way. It was just a joke. Well, it was yeah. very popular. Of, a little old. Of course. <laughs> no one's accusing you of being a real peeping Tom. And, and that's, that's probably why the Wall Street Journal wrote you guys up as being one of the best tasting rooms to visit. Yeah. Maybe that was her. Was that her? No. That you... I wouldn't have done it to her. No way. <laughs> <laughs> but that was something. That must have helped out, you know, oh, drive folks. Incredible. Yeah. Oh, that, that couple that wrote for the Wall Street Journal, Very. they were so nice. Because we treated them good. They said they had some bad experiences at some of the bigger wineries. And, we, you know, we just treated them like every other yeah. customer because we didn't know who they were anyway. So And then they kept coming back, had a good time. Yeah, no, it, it obviously, you guys got great write-ups there. And that another something I admired about the tasting room experience there. Like everybody just got treated. You had one kind of level as how you treated people, and that was just you treated them really well, and you treated them like friends. Mm -hmm. But it didn't seem like, you know, oh, well, these people are VIPs, and these people just came on a whatever prepaid tour. They don't know what they're getting into anyway. So it seemed like everybody just got treated well. Except the wine snobs. <laughs> oh, well, tell me, what would you do to the wine snobs? Well, we would just uh, belittle them and, and, and make, them, make them just get down to our level. <laughs> all right, well, give me an example. What constitutes a wine snob? Because I didn't see that well, ever happen. First of all, not probably not to you, but when they start swirling the gr glass and everything, I go, you know, don't do, don't do that. <laughs> don't swirl the glass. Because I can't do it, but I'm going to have to clean up the counter here. And things like that where and wine talk i had one guy come in one day and said well you're in the mint belt i go well, what's that well your wines are very minty because you're in the mint belt mint belt i never heard of that no i don't know where's that stop and start you know but things like that yeah that, you had no patience for that huh no no patience for those guys <laughs> or we call them the no sock guys the guys that come in with, you know, no socks and stuff. Mm -hmm. Loafers with no socks. <laughs> uh, well, no, I'm not pointing at Lauren. I'm saying point to talking to the mic. So, <laughs> Lauren's uh, wearing socks today, aren't you, Lauren? Yes, I am. Okay, what color are they? Black. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, to match everything. Very sharply dressed today, by the way. But those guys would come in and, you know, you'd say, hey, here's a couple bucks. Could you afford a pair of socks or something with <laughs> that? You know, but... Gave them directions to Goodman's. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Point. We, You know, we just... We want everybody to be on our level. Right. Lots of joking going on, literally. We always have fun making jokes. These guys are always cracking jokes, and people like that, you know, and engaging conversations with the customer. Where are you from? Where are you staying? Where are you eating? And really getting to know the customer so they're a part of what we want to know about them as well as about us. Well, that's how you connect. You know, you show, you show a genuine interest in them, and that's a great way to connect. And I know the jokiness is not going to end, at least for the family, might end in that tasting room. I don't know who's taking over. Maybe they're jokey, too. But you guys are pretty well known for personal pranks on each other as well, don't you? Oh, yeah. I've heard. Yeah, in fact, I, I uh, as a little gift thing yeah. today, I brought my pet that I used to give to Bob all the time. Ah! 
There he is. I just got, we had a bigger one we kept in the winery to scare the heck out of the people. Just, a big <laughs> lizard just got thrown under there. This is like a the, the most gigantic gecko I've ever seen. It is rubber, but... I did spray paint him. He was green. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why I did that. I've been holding that the whole time. I think I just broke the radio station with that scream. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's right. Well, let's, let's do that. You know, you brought some gifts for me. That's really nice. There's this uh, rubber gecko, hand-painted hand by painted, Mike yeah. Malott Sr. And he can't save you money on car insurance. <laughs> Will you quit giving plugs? <laughs> oh, oh. like this, Uncle Bob, you brought a uh, sign. It's a wood sign. It says, um, it looks like kind of an old-fashioned, look, weathered wood sign. It says, I am a hunter, and when I'm in the wilderness, I feel alive in my soul. Freedom as one with nature, the original conservationist. I am a hunter. I don't know if I read that properly, but this sign. So you, you were a hunter. You're a conservationist. Well, probably not a conservationist. Uh oh. <laughs> That's why you're two. giving the sign away. But it's from the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, yeah. which we go every year to Modoc County, and that is one of the prizes I won in the raffle. Oh, and you're passing it forward. Well, just trying to get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let Judd give it away to his listeners. Okay. Yeah. Well, if if you listening would like to win this sign, this uh, and this beautiful rubber hand painted gecko, compliments of the Malott family, I'm I'm willing to share. This is get your hands on Judd's goodies. They brought me the goodies. You listening can have it. All you have to do is be the first person to tweet. You gotta be in front of your computer on your smartphone. Get on Twitter. And just tweet, getting my hands on Judd's goodies. You can spell goodies however you want. People have asked me. Whatever. But be sure to include the hashtag. That's the pound sign. J-N-V-S, which stands for Judd's Napa Valley Show. Put that hashtag in there and getting my hands on Judd's goodies. First person to tweet gets the Malotz fun bag of goodies here. I'll bring them over to the winery at Judd's Hill, and you can pick them up in the next couple days. With that said, we'll be back with more of Judd's Napa Valley Show right after these messages. And the Malotz family. La, 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 la. At 1440 on your AM dial in Napa, and streaming live in Salt Lake City at KVON.com, it's Judd's Napa Valley Show. Right on. This is Judd. You're Lauren Mole. That's me. And all our friends in Salt Lake City can listen in at KVON.com. Anybody anywhere with a computer can log on to KVON.com and hear the show or hear past episodes by going to the iTunes store, whatever it's called, and uh, look up Judd's Napa Valley Show. Yes, and... They all get there eventually. Yes, and listen live on our new KVON iPhone app. Is there one? Yes, there is. Well, no one told me that. I'm glad you're in the loop, Lauren. That's wonderful. I'm here with the Malott family. Mike, Carolyn, Uncle Bob, Aunt Joyce from Malott Vineyard and Winery up just south of St. Helena for the next week anyway. Malott Winery will be there. You guys are winding down. I can't say that enough times. I like that, Uncle Bob, with that pun. We've got a week left. July 31st, and then you guys are out, and the new folks are coming in, taking over the space. So in this next week, you guys are pretty much selling the inventory. And this isn't leftover wine. This isn't spoiled wine. This is wine. This is good, current, vintage stuff that you just, you know, you're not going to have a tasting room after next week. So you're letting it go at unbelievable, crazy prices, and folks should get up there in the next week. Yes? Oh, right, right. Good good specials. Just Come in thinking like 10 or 12 cases would be real good. <laughs> okay. We'll do that. Bring a pickup truck, yeah, you know. Bring big semis. Local special. 
Anybody's special. Okay, so this is the next chapter, and the family has been here. Well, the families. I mean, there's many families really involved here. Generations and generations. Let's hear a little history. Who wants to take this? Well, Caroline, okay. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, my family was probably here first. Oh, okay. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, they've been here since the 1800s. Uh huh. Wow. I think I am fifth generation. My children are sixth generation. My wow. grandchildren are seventh generation. Amazing. Born in Saint Helena. Born in St. Helena and raised in mm-hmm. St. Helena. Mike and I went to high school together. You did at St. Helena well, High School. And Bob. And Bob. And that's him. a good history. That's I mean, that, right. goes back, that goes back. <laughs> that, that's that's what Mike and I... Do you know what brought... what? So in the 1800s, where did your family come from? They, uh, they came from, they came from uh, Italy mm-hmm. and uh, t- two sides of my family. My mother's side came from Italy. Yeah. My, and then that was my mother's... My grandmother's on my mother's side. Okay. My grandparents on my mother's side came from Italy. The other grandparents came uh, from England. Mm-hmm. And the ones from England were farmers. They first came to Iowa, then came to California. And, and to Napa Valley? And to Napa Valley. Because it was a great agricultural because place? Because it was or? a great agricultural place, and they were Seventh-day Adventist. Oh. And so the right. community the, the center is here. Right. What would they think of you now, being in the wine business? You know, they'd be, they'd be proud that sure. we did something and did it well. Okay, yeah, good. I, my great-grandfather might not be too thrilled about it, but I don't know. The Adventist approach to wine has changed a little bit, I think, hmm. uh, about uh, winemaking, maybe. Oh, okay. That's what I should say. Yeah. Well, it's nice to think they'd be proud. Yes. I think of that. My grandparents, I think so. my dad's parents were not drinkers. Right. And uh, he often wondered, you know, what they, what they would have thought if... Uh, they knew he got in the wine business. And it's kind of the same thing. I think they would have been proud because they were, you right. know, like people who are successful in business, did their own thing, entrepreneurship. Right. So Yeah, good citizens, good. <laughs> sure. Yeah. What could be bad? <laughs> what could be bad? And the Malat family? Well, our, uh, our grandparents came one side, uh, grandfather and grandmother on my dad's side, came from the island of Korchula, which was Yugoslavia at the time, but it's in the, just off of... Uh, uh, Dubrovnik and Split in that area. Hmm. They came to San Francisco, I think about 1812 or so, something like oh, that. Wow. Our mother's side, I think they came from everywhere. I think she was English, hmm. a little bit of French. We didn't know that. And uh, <laughs> part uh, American Indian, even a very small part. But anyway, they came from uh, my mom's, our mother's parents came from, uh, oh, uh, where the heck was it? Missouri. No. Kansas. Kansas, that's right. I forgot. I got old people's disease. We were pretty tight, you can tell. (laughs) Right. Yeah, you're not in in Kansas anymore. We're not in Kansas anyway. What was the draw to Napa? Well, there was the farming was pathetic. It was no I think it was after the Dust Bowl in Kansas. Oh yeah. And they came to San Francisco. It was a funny story. Our my our mothers, mom and dad were both deaf mutes. And oh. they worked, our grandmother, who never smoked a day in her life, who hated cigarettes, worked in a, a Chesterfield factory in San Francisco. Oh, no kidding. And our grandfather was a cobbler. He repaired shoes in hmm. San Francisco. And they, for being deaf, it, you wouldn't even think they had a handicap. They did very well. Good. I mean, you know, they weren't wealthy, but they raised three children. Uh-huh. And then our parents got married. Our dad worked in San Francisco his whole life. He had an office down there, and they bought the property in, in 1949 as a, a weekend property. The St. Helena property. The St. Helena yeah. property. 
uh, which and then they they sold half off then, which Bob and Joyce have now, and then that they kept the other half that has the winery on it that uh -huh. parcel, and they built the house which I, Carolyn and I live in, uh -huh. and my our parents commuted or my our dad did to San Francisco almost his whole life. Anyway, we were able to buy the property, but that's they just came from San Francisco. Yeah, and you, you so you pretty much grew up on that property in St. Helena? I mean, some early years in San Francisco, and then... Yeah, I was like three when we moved here, so oh, okay. 65 years almost up here. So we consider that oh, yeah, I know home. I mean, definitely. San Francisco, I, I don't even like going there. <laughs> so you, so you don't like going on planes? You don't like going to San Francisco? No. What else don't you like? Well, <laughs> no, no, don't. No, let's don't not get into it. Let's not get into it. Here. <laughs> we, don't have, we don't have that much time left. <laughs> yeah, so we just, we live right in the area. And before, like, Dean and DeLuca, uh, the store was there. It was an old store, Tripoli Market. A Tripoli Market, they I remember. Had, like, the characters of all time in it, old Napa Valley people. Just used to love going up there, getting candy and cokes and everything, and yeah. seeing the Landucci brothers and Ma. And oh, Oscar. they had the uh, is that Tiger Meats? Is that Tiger Meats? Tiger Meat, meat, meat counter in Tripoli Market. Yeah. Oh yeah, and just did they or did they not have a picture of Mussolini behind the? <laughs> they might have. <laughs> they had, they had everything, and they had a nickname for everybody. I was Junior because of my other brother Mark. I became Mrs. Junior. When oh. <laughs> and Jim Delbondio was Muscles, and Larry Bettinelli had a had a nickname. And oh, they everybody just loved going there. I'd watch a whole Oakland Raider game there on the TV, and just standing at the meat counter, standing at the meat counter, drinking coffee, watching a football game, and and then I think our kids ended up going to. Tripoli market and getting their cokes and candy just like they did. So, and I, I certainly did too. I'd ride my bike either from our place, which was maybe you know a mile south of you, or if I was hanging out at your place with Mike Jr. Mikey, uh, we would definitely walk over. Almost any time we were hanging out, we'd go over to Tripoli. It was a great place. Yeah. As you said, the characters of Napa Valley hung out yeah. there. I oh. think Saint Helena is a great place to grow up. It's you know a very small community, and everybody knows everybody and you know it's very comfortable we actually rolled a car over in uh tripoli parking lot what? <laughs> wait on purpose or no somebody hit us and oh. rolled it into there when oh. we were kids. i thought one of your pranks <laughs> no no <laughs> and and joyce were you is your family from this area originally or did you come no. in when you when you married junior yeah when i married bob and came up to napa valley it's like whoa there's no place like this and mm. of course his charm and the charm of the valley i was that I was done. <laughs> I was gonna not go anywhere else. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to go anywhere else when you're when you're here. What um you know what are some of the things you like to do? You know now that you're gonna have some time on your hands. If you're not off traveling, you know you've got a night out in Napa or a day or something. What what do you like to do? You've been working so hard all this time. Now's your chance. What what are some fun things to do in Napa for the Malots? You mean on our day off? <laughs> or well, and you're gonna have lots of days off now, I suppose. Yeah. But. Well, I'd like to do a lot of things. I maybe take up golf, doing some crafts. But are there things here in Napa that you that you think are great that folks are listening are like, oh, that sounds like a good place or a good place to hike, good place to eat, good place to go uh, see a show, oh, like yeah. any of that. There's lots of places to go hiking and enjoy the valley. It's absolutely beautiful. And hiking is, yeah, I love to do that. And shopping and eating. And, <laughs> well, where do you go? Give us some specifics if somebody's listening or if somebody were in your tasting room and said, where should I go next? What are some places you like to recommend? 
to to do anything. You know, I want to have a good time uh, in Napa uh, Valley. We always send them to the Napa Valley Olive Oil Company, oh, which yeah. is another classic of people in there. I got to have them on the show too. Yeah. Oh God, that would that be goes the best. Back. If she could get all that whole family in this room, I don't. Th- <laughs> well, I don't if think you could so, get the smell of that place, oh God, on the radio, because walking in that door with the cheeses and the hanging meats and the olive oil and everything, the bread, it smells so good. I love the old unique kind of places. I wish. Well, there's the Model Bakery. That's pretty good to get some <laughs> breakfast and French bread and things, but. Basically, the old stores are all gone. There used to be little corner grocery stores in the town. There was Keller's Market. Yeah, gone. Gone. They're all gone, but, you know, you can meet the characters in Safeway, see? So that's pretty good, too. That's kind of fun. <laughs> I'm getting sad now. We're talking about Tripoli Market. We're talking about <laughs> Keller's. Uh, but the Napa Valley Olive Oil Company is still there, which, which is Which we're always classic. talking about food here. <laughs> that's okay. In this family. You know what? Let's talk about food for a minute. My folks would always joke that if I were going over to the Malots to hang out again with, you know, Mike Jr., your son, my classmate, which was often that they wouldn't see me for dinner. <laughs> because I always asked if I could stay for dinner because you're such good cooks. <laughs> <laughs> and well, it's true. And I was looking on your website, which is malat.com, M I L A T, and you've got a whole section of recipes. Very cool. Oh, Joyce, you did the recipes. Mainly, that was yeah, your thing? I, I did some of the recipes and, you know, just with our wine. So it, that was, I love to cook with wine. And so I would just kind of create something or take something and make it up. You know, Mike even took his recipe and made up the, the chicken one with the roast. No, it was with, you did it with pork or... Pork or, yeah. or beef or, and ch- or it, chicken. And it was actually a recipe that was their grandparents that they'd gotten it from. So adding the, to the red sauce, you add the lots of wine. And so we, yeah, we just kind of incorporated a lot of different recipes with the with the wine. So it makes it kind of fun. And I wish I could have added more, but you know, you gotta take the time to, yeah, to do that. Right. I hadn't really spent much time on your website until I knew you were coming, and I wanted to see what's happening. And I was just really happy to see the recipes because I have such fond memories of eating over at your place. But then I, I really think that if you can't sit down and really have a conversation with somebody, you can get a good idea of who they are by what they eat. Well, there's something about it. Your personality comes through in what you eat and what you like to cook and what you like to share. So those recipes were a lot of comfort food, which uh-huh. made sense because you, I'm comforting people. As I was saying, you treat people well and bring them in, treat them as family. And, and I certainly recommend, are those recipes going to stay up? Is the website going to stay intact? We're trying to, dis- we're trying to figure that out. Okay. As it gets closer to the time, we're running into more and more things that we haven't thought about so obviously we won't have a tasting room we won't be able to sell wine after july 31st we don't we're giving up our license Mm -hmm. so we have to try to figure out if we have some inventory left over what how we're going to go about selling that right I mean, one of the things that we could do is to get a what they call a type 85 license Mm -hmm. that would allow us to sell wine over the internet only. Oh, I see. You can't. You can't have a store. You can't. Um, so you'd want to keep the website at so, that point. So at that point, we'd still need the website. Okay. Well, hopefully, you'll sell out in this next week. Right. Everybody should go up to Milad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> bring your truck. Bring your truck. <laughs> bring truck. Bring a friend and your friend's truck. <laughs> yeah. And you're open uh, from what? 10 a.m. till 10 uh, to 5:30. 10 to 5:30. <laughs> go get some wine. <laughs> you know, I just thought of a pretty cool connection between you guys and us. I don't know why I didn't think of this. 
earlier, but I'm sitting here, I'm thinking, wait a minute, when you mentioned general contractors that you were before, not necessarily before, you were before and then also while you had the winery for a little bit, you built the original Judd's Hill home and winery for my folks up on Greenfield Road. Yeah, we did. And, you know, your folks were probably one of the nicest couples we ever worked for. Oh, thanks for saying. They're good folks. Yeah. I get that a lot, and I'm very proud to hear that. So thank you for saying they enjoyed uh, working with you, and they enjoyed that space while they had it. You know, we're down on Silverado Trail now, but that was a great house. And winery. Little house, yeah, little winery were, underneath. They right. were they were fantastic to work for. There's, I mean, we worked for a lot of nice people in the Valley. I'd say maybe they were right at the, near the top, if not the top. Oh, well, thanks. Let, I'll, I'll say let's put them to the top since let's we're here. Yeah, let's put them at the top. The rest of them are all dead. Oh, jeez. <laughs> One day no. we were working. <laughs> no, we were no, working, Art was uh, the best. <laughs> thanks. When we were working up there, it was all muddy and rain, rainy, and I they had some cardboard there so you wouldn't get all muddy. Yeah. And I had a nail gun and... and uh, Do I want to hear the rest of the story? <laughs> and, 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 so I had this nail gun. Not that I shot your dad, but... Oh, jeez. <laughs> no, but but I slipped in the mud and, it, and, it, and, I, and I had my... It went into my knee and I had oh. to have your dad... I had to pull... Drop trowel and I had to have your dad pull... Oh, pull no. That staple out with a pair of pliers. You're and, kidding oh, me. Oh, no. I about passed out. But, <laughs> oh, gee. But he... I remember that. And, yeah, that's and kind of unforgettable. And a tetanus shot. <laughs> but that was... I can just remember... Still remember that. And that yeah, I... 20 years ago? I don't... That's kind of hard to forget. Probably more. Oh, it's more. We... we Judd's Hill, we're celebrating our 25th anniversary oh. this year. So, thank you, Lauren. Oh, wow. And I was hey. looking at photos. We did a little slideshow. We did a dinner over at the City Winery, and uh, we showed slides. So, there was photos of you guys working on the place it was it was pretty black cool. hair black hair <laughs> yeah yeah well you know you look very distinguished is that what you, is that what you tell people when yeah. i'm getting very distinguished in my beard here you can I'm, tell I, as, when i retire i'm gonna let it grow out naturally back to black there yeah yeah, yeah. you don't want to this is all a ruse to get people <laughs> yeah. in the visiting to yeah. think you've you're an old timer that you've had a lot of experience but really Anyhow, there's something. Oh, do you guys still let folks stay? Do you have your rooms for a while? You had the bed and breakfast, and we had that. We had the bed and breakfast rooms actually longer than the winery. Yeah, that thirty-one goes, years goes way back. Uh, or thirty-five. Yeah, thirty-five years. Yeah. Not anymore. Uh, not anymore. Okay. Yeah. It was. It's time to keep it to ourselves. There you go. I like it. Well, there's a question I need to ask you. Many folks listening uh, via radio or podcast want to know if the Malott family. Do you go nuts for donuts? Go, I do. Do we? I do. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> well, oh, I love them. Today's your lucky day. Did you day. make them? I did not. We stopped by. We. I stopped by. Oh. Buttercream Bakery here oh. in Napa. We've got an assortment of donuts. I'd like you each to select one if you want. And then let's see which one you go for. Is this a joke? And, no, no, no. The, yeah, you, you're so suspicious. This is real. This is re- real donuts from the real Buttercream Bakery. All right, Mike Sr. going for the old-fashioned chocolate. Uncle Bob, the chocolate raised, already biting in. Carolyn with the, that's an apple spice glaze. It's a delicious donut. What would, let's see, yeah, what family recipe would you serve this one with? Or or you can say, which wine that you are now selling for 50% off because you want somebody to come up, get some donuts, and get the right wine to go with it. Which <laughs> wine's going with which donut? Well, the one I'm having is the cho- uh, chocolate old-fashioned. Fla- oh, old yeah. I would probably have it with our uh, dessert wine. 
we have a dessert wine called Givio. It's a vintage port. Yeah, that's delicious. And uh, I think that would go well with it. Okay, got the vintage port. Uncle Bob, what happened to that donut? <laughs> I'm thinking brewski here. A brew, okay. Oh, yeah. Like a, a, like a, a bitter brew or a light beer or... Beer is beer. Beer is beer. Okay, we got a beer. <laughs> Carolyn, you got anything? Ah, the Chenin Blanc. Chenin Blanc with the, the apple, apple spice. And, and Joyce is being good. She's not going for the donut, but maybe later. We still got a pink glaze and a buttermilk nub if you want one later. But now it's time to play everyone's favorite party game here on Judd's Napa Valley Show. This is Mad Libs. All right, Malat family, who went through the St. Helena school system, as did I. <laughs> I know you're good with your uh, grammar, your parts of speech, and all that good stuff. I'm going to ask you to fill in the blanks. Are you ready to go? Yes. Uh, the first thing we need is a number. This can be any number whatsoever. 23 Carolyn? billion. Oh, I'm sorry, what was it? 23 billion. Okay, Carolyn says 23 billion. It's a good number. How about a geographic location? Anywhere. Belize? Belize. Belize. Right. Nice little that, Central that's American. down by uh, Salinas, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's in the, they grow a lot of nice lettuce down yeah. there. <laughs> How about an adjective? Being in the wine biz, you're good at descriptors. Turquoise. Turquoise. Okay. I like how you're taking turns with this, too. You're kind of looking at each other saying, you go. Team, team a lot here. Uh, another adjective. Well, as the n- newspaper articles like to call me, grumpy. <laughs> grumpy. <laughs> Come on. I'd say maybe gruff but lovable. I wouldn't say grumpy. <laughs> Another adjective. And I wouldn't say gruffy, though. I'm just kidding. Gigantic. Gigantic. Oh, that's a good one. All right. Let's see how that's going to play him. Uh, we got a lot of them here today because there's many of you who wanted to spread it around. A year. Any year. A past year, let's say. 1492. Well, that's a good one. Here's to Columbus. Cool. Here's yeah. to Columbus, sir. Ocean blue. A plural noun. So more than one thing. Hippopotami. Hi- hippopotami. Okay. Mm, not sure. Yeah, hip- hippopotami, maybe I spelled it right. A verb ending in ing. Strangling. <laughs> Strangling. All right, well, we'll see what happens. And then finally, a plural noun. How about monsters? Monsters. I like it. Okay, Malots, Mike, Carolyn, Uncle Bob, Aunt Joyce. Earlier today, I went on your website, malot.com, and uh-huh. read. <laughs> About Us section, which you have now just rewritten via this Mad Libs game. Are we ready? Yes, you're ready. Here we go. <clears throat> me, 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 me. Here we go. Malat Vineyards is a family-owned and operated winery situated on 23 billion acres oh, of a state vineyard just south of Belize, <laughs> down by Salinas, that's right, in the Napa Valley. This winery has been owned by the Malat family since uh, 1949. Our production is limited to approximately 3,500 cases, going fast, get yours while you can, to approximately 3,500 cases of turquoise, grumpy, and gigantic wine. (laughs) The brothers, Mike and Bob, and their wives, Carolyn and Joyce, made our first vintage of Malat Vineyards wine in 1492. (laughs) Located on Highway 29, customers come in to taste our hippopotami (laughs) and share our family history. That's goofy. (laughs) We still manage all aspects of strangling (laughs) from soil to bottle with a consistency and quality that is reflected in all our monsters. (laughs) Thank you very much, Mike, Carolyn Malat. Uncle Bob, Aunt Joyce, Malat, it's a pleasure having you on here. Good luck with everything that's coming, and congratulations on uh, retiring. I'm a little bit jealous. I'm having fun, but I'm a little bit jealous. You're welcome. 
And this is Lorne Mole speaking for Judd's Napa Valley Show, a Gillamar production. Judd's Napa Valley Show.